The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. On this week's show, we are going to be discussing a number of important topics that relate to the ownership of physical gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. These are the markets which we are experts in, and we hope to share with you the reasons for owning. I want to welcome our listeners to this week's show, and I want to congratulate our new clientele, those that have come aboard to the Guildhall uh, way of life, and we want to thank you for becoming clients with Guildhall. It is something that we believe is important for you to recognize, and in doing so, important for us to recognize you. So thank you for being a client with Guildhall. Jeremy, welcome to the show. We'll remind our listeners that we are not your financial planners or advisors, and there is a very simple reason for that. If you want that type of professional advice, please seek it from those you trust the most. We are experts in the area of physical gold, silver, natural fancy colored diamonds, the logistics, purchasing, selling, and storage of those assets. And Jeremy, the number we can share with everyone, one eight seven seven eight silver or the website guildhallwealth.com. There you can request a free investor kit, subscribe to our weekly newsletter, or speak with a Guildhall associated to get started right away. Jeremy, an interesting week, to say the least. Both gold and silver, as we record here on Thursday, have found footing in the markets. And we've read a few articles this week. We were having a bit of trouble coming to terms as to what our focus would be for this week's show. But I think the theme of denial uh, ties in quite well with what we have been discussing through the week. This is... Uh, our attempt to emphasize the importance of understanding where we are in the cycle, what people are saying about gold and silver, and how that relates to you and your wealth. So if you are listening and you would like to get started, again, guildhallwealth.com, one eight seven seven eight silver Jeremy, welcome to the show. I want to get this sh- uh, week's show started on that uh, topic of denial, and in particular, the subplot of money printing. We have been talking over the last few months about the repo market, more commonly now known as the theme of the new quantitative easing. It has not stopped. It has not ceased to exist. Tell us a bit about what we're finding out this week as this whole theme of money printing and the repo market continues to happen every single night. So in order to keep it simplistic, let's just keep our eye focused on the Fed balance sheet. At at its peak, the Fed's balance sheet was just under four and a half trillion. In 2019, the low was 3.7 trillion. So they worked off uh, quite a bit. Currently, right now, it's back up to 4.1 trillion dollars, um, which is only four billion dollars from the peak. And the Fed has basically erased all of the work that they did through 2019. So. In order to keep it simple, just think about this. Everything the Fed did in raising interest rates and lowering the balance sheet, they've erased. We're right back at it. It might as well be 2018 right now in terms of where, what they've accomplished, which is they're only $4 billion away from being at the peak, and we're not in peak crisis. We're in peak um, grandiose, everything is perfect. Well, well, again, the nature of the investor cycle is such that this is what is referred to as the euphoric stage 
of the investment cycle. And for those that have never looked at this before, this is simply understood by looking at the markets and how they respond. All news is positive news. No matter what, the markets go higher. There's a down day followed by three good up days. There's brand new highs. It's the all-time highs. In fact, we're dealing with multiple serious situations in the form of economic data, in the coronavirus, in tariff talks, much of which is just getting washed under the carpet as we watch the silly acquittal of Trump and all this talk about his uh, his impeachment in reality is none of these problems have left the table they're only increasing in size magnitude and the danger to our listeners wealth they need to protect it now and even jp morgan came out with an article this week saying four reasons to sell stocks and every reason had to do with the coronavirus whether it was well, they are selling now they have that? reduced they have trimmed their overall uh, they have trimmed their overall equity percentage by by almost 20 percent but what do you think it is darren do you think it is that people are just waiting for the panic before they make a decision like you can't buy insurance after the fire you buy insurance not hoping that it happens that your house burns down you buy it because you don't know what can happen it doesn't mean you're pessimistic it just means you're realistic about things can happen to you that you don't expect right and so it's important to protect the protect your portfolio as well and you can't buy insurance after everyone is running for the doors and with that said when everyone's running to the doors darren do you want to be in an investment that's liquid or do you want to have a proxy gold investment that isn't as liquid as you think well you don't want to have paper and let's hold that thought for a second because that is a good theme to start segment number two on i will remind everybody if you're listening you want to get into the gold and silver market natural fancy colored diamonds you want to seek some information some advice on uh, the different product types or you want to just have a good look at what it is that guildhall does the website guildhallwealth.com or the number one eight seven seven eight silver want you to use that and hold on to that thought for a second jeremy because when we come back we'll discuss that and uh, you are tuned into the real money show with guildhall wealth management on global news radio 640 toronto all right here we are back for segment number two thank you for staying tuned we appreciate it you are of course tuned in to the real money show with guildhall wealth management before we get started the number to call for information or to get started in these gold and silver markets one eight seven seven eight silver or the website guildhallwealth.com jeremy the theme denial it's being swept under the rug the real data tells us that we are moments away from a major change in the way the markets are going to behave. It's recession. It could be worse. We don't know for sure. But common sense tells us, history tells us, so many good signs are 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 brought to us by analysts we trust. And they are all saying you've got to protect your wealth. You have to have an insurance policy, like you said in the first end of the first segment. Uh, denial is human nature. We don't want to accept it, but at least have a good insurance policy. Have some gold and silver. And with that in mind, Jeremy, we left the first segment, and we want to clarify for our listeners, there is a very great difference in the amount of understanding that people have about what actual gold is, paper versus physical. We are in the physical markets, but you brought with you this week a great article, and it begs the question of, why is it important to understand there's a difference between what is on paper and what is in physical? Right. So, Darren, there are investors out there that are looking to diversify their portfolio right now. And in fact, there was an article put out by Bloomberg saying that global investors have never had so much gold stashed in ETFs. 
Okay, it's good. There's some people who are preparing for, uh, you know, making sure that their portfolio is fully diversified. But the problem is, is ETFs are paper. There are not a lot of investors out there big enough to have enough sway to actually be able to take delivery of product from those ETFs, exchange traded funds. So you don't actually own your product in there. And it's a, it's a financial vehicle from the banks, which means in a panic, it's not always what you want to sell, but what you can sell. And if your if your liquid assets like gold are being held in an ETF, they are as frozen as everything else. And that's a very, very big problem. You you when you are getting insurance, you don't invest in an insurance company stock. You actually have to go out and get the actual physical insurance, and that's what we're talking about here. You have to be, you have to understand that owning gold means having it physically in your hand. And as you know, we have a motto: if you can't hold it, you don't own it. That's the smell test. You should be looking at that whenever you're looking at any type of gold investment. All right, we were talking about the cycle of investment and the nature of each human out there is unique to them, but we do have some similarities, one of which is we get to this tipping point called euphoria in the markets. And quite often, this is characterized by some very similar aspects that happen within the marketplace, one of which is these tremendous bounces all over the place in what stocks are doing. Tesla being a prime example more recently up like crazy you know some people become millionaires in a very short period of time sure only to wake up and realize they lost 20 percent the day later and then boom it comes back up again and these are just one example of many things that are happening like that but in a euphoric uh, portion of the investment cycle this happens frequently and you can point all over the place all over the world to this happening again another thing that is very common is the attempt to extend the cycle Ergo, as we mentioned in the first part, portion of the show today, money printing. It's happening hand over fist now. Now it's not just a plug the gap, let's use this for a little while while we need it. It's full-blown money printing, quantitative easing, call it what it is. The, it's another sign of weakness. The big theme, I think, that will end up in textbooks 20 years from now is going to be that the Fed used its tools to prevent a recession rather than fight the recession, which means when the recession happens they will have zero capability of dealing with it. I mean, what's the Fed balance sheet going to go to from four and a half trillion to 10 trillion? When do people lose confidence in the actual currency? And that's why you're seeing people move into physical precious metals because number one, interest rates are so low. So the, the cost to own gold is there, there's, it, it's, it's eliminated in many respects and you can see the gains last year. Gold went up what? 13%, 18.9%, even better. Okay, that beats that. I guess yeah. I was looking at Canadian. Um, hey, look, if you're getting double-digit gains in gold and it only costs you 1% to store it, you're doing very well. You are. In fact, if you want to get in this market, call the number one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. A reminder, a friendly reminder to our listeners, the deadline for RSP contributions is coming up quickly. It is March the 2nd, and we can help you with that. If you want to put physical gold and silver into an RSP, now is the time to do it. Make the call, one eight seven seven eight silver or go over to the website, guildhallwealth.com. We'll send you the information, but talk to somebody today because this can be a reality for you, an insurance policy, if you will. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management 
on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And we're back. Real Money Show, Guildhall Wealth Management. Your host, Darren Long, right here with Jeremy Wiseman, the Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy, we've been talking about gold and silver, and I love the topic of denial, euphoria. It just proves that there is a need for insurance, a need to protect your wealth. But there is also optimism in the market. There's also new money coming to the market. And we were just talking between segments, something that you found this week. And it's a, it's a juxtaposition of sorts, but also very important to understand. Yeah, so there was an article in Zoomer magazine from Peter Muggeridge, and he talks about this idea of technology disruptions in the financial system, uh, particularly the fact that we're, we're more and more cashless than ever. Uh, probably within the next 10 years, we might not even carry cash. Uh, talking about cryptocurrencies, democratizing uh, currencies, meaning ah, I don't have to use the US dollar, I can use Bitcoin, or I don't have to use this currency, I can use a crypto. Uh, he even goes on to talk about um, robo portfolio managers and things like this. But what's interesting is at the end of it, and this is not written by a bullion company. It's written by just someone talking about money. He starts talking about gold. Hmm. And it really got my attention, of course, because I'm always on the lookout. And he says this, quote, if the next decade does bring an economic downturn, let's hope it's not as cataclysmic as the last one, which sent real estate prices and stock values, not to mention retirement nest eggs, into freefall, resulting in a credit crunch that saw over-leveraged banks go into foreclosure. Pessimistic investors worried by a similar meltdown might abandon the high-tech promised land and turn their sights once again to old reliable gold. Down through the ages, gold has held its value like no other asset, often before an economic downturn or a surge in inflation. Spooked investors see gold as a safe haven, something tangible that will hold its value when inflation is high and paper money and stocks lose market price. If the current price of gold is any indication, pessimistic investors are expecting either the continuation of low interest rates or tumultuous economic times ahead. Some analysts, he goes on to say, predict the prices could double by 2030. Now, that's interesting, Darren, because within the last few shows, we've shown some analysts who said gold could go to 7,000 in the next decade. One even said it could go to 18,000 in the next decade. But he goes on to say, while no, no one is suggesting you convert your entire savings into gold, it might make sense to diversify your po portfolio by adding this asset and investing in gold mines or certificates. Well, we, we both know how we feel about certificates. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. Or if you're bullish on bullion, you can buy the real thing, gold coins, bars, ingots. It's ironic that as we approach an age where technology could digitize or disrupt our entire monetary system, gold, the oldest and most decidedly low-tech asset of all, will never become obsolete. Well, listen, history tells us it won't, Jeremy. It's been proven time and time again to get a little gold into your portfolio. 
Call the number one eight seven seven eight silver Go over to the website, guildhallwealth.com, and I will again remind people the deadline for RSPs is March the 2nd. This does not give you a big window of opportunity left to get gold and silver into your RSP. So let's get together. Let's work together. Guildhall is a company who loves to support their clientele, and it's easy to do. Jeremy, we are talking also about the theme of denial. Central banks, on one hand, want to create policy, which they've done, low interest rate environments, artificially low interest rate environments. Uh, On the other hand, they've printed a ton of money now in the U.S. You noted earlier that that has almost been wiped out, all the good that was done by those low interest rate environments in favor of now keeping this elongated stock market, which is ready to explode in place. And yet they fail to accept these realities. They don't want to live in the reality that the bubble has been created. Instead, they want to be in this glass tower, this la-la land, and they don't want to accept that reality. If nothing else, that optimism, which we just discussed, is the key ingredient as to why a person should have that insurance policy. Do you think that there is an exception to this rule? Do you think that there are people that don't need gold in their portfolio? Or is gold something that everyone could have? I think everyone should have some physical gold in their portfolio, whether you're just getting started with your with the building wealth or whether you already have accumulated wealth and you're looking to protect it. Everyone knows we were just discussing this idea of uh, technology disruptions or what happened with pessimistic investors, right? Not everyone is euphoric. Some people look around and they, they say, ooh, well, this can't last forever. And nobody rings a bell at the top. So do you want to be – do you want to have happen to you what happened in 2008? Can you afford another 2008? Maybe in 2008 you were in your 50s and now you're in your, your late 60s. Right, and you're you've worked back everything that you lost from two thousand eight. Well, how would you like to have it disappear like that? The question is: is can you afford another two thousand eight like collapse? And the fact is, Darren, the banks are bigger, the debts are bigger. There's more risk in the system. It's a lot more complex than people lead on. That's why having something like gold, which is so simplistic, right? As as that our author in the Zoomer magazine was saying. It, it's it's as simple as it ever was. It's as simple as it ever will be. And the fact is, is it's maintained its wealth through all of those periods. I mean, we've gone through 2008 through here, and gold has continued to rise. So it's worth looking at if you've never looked at it before. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about some feedback a client gave us regarding our relationships with our clientele. And also, Jeremy, when we come back, let's talk more about this denial. Uh, Markets can't run on optimism alone. They need real growth. Is it there? Is it not there? We'll touch base on that much, much more. You are tuned in to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. You are doing so on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Back with The Real Money Show, Guildhall Wealth Management, Jeremy Wiseman, myself, Darren Long. And it is a pleasure to talk to you today, the listener, the number to call to get engaged with guild hall to talk to an associate to get the free information with no obligation one eight seven seven eight silver 
the website guildhallwealth.com. For just a brief moment, let us entertain some feedback from a client this week. I spoke to this client myself personally, and I was reminded by this client about the importance of what we are doing as a firm. She had given us positive feedback about our customer service. She had given us a positive review. She's had a good experience, went in and looked at her ownership, 12% gain so far since she's bought her gold. So and she covered she the cost of doing business and, and then money. some. Yep. She's up, yep. And she asked us to repeat the importance of understanding that people that are working with us in registered accounts always know that their first call should be to Guild Hall Wealth Management. And I thought maybe that's a great way, segue, for you to offer your experience, your feedback on that. And just tell people, what is our relationship with Questrade and how do we work with them? So we're, we partner with Questrade for, uh, they handle the custo uh, custodianship of the client itself. Um, but we handle all of the logistics for that client, buying, selling, and we also step in to be the single point of contact for them regarding anything for their registered accounts. So if they have, for example, uh, someone uh, is having to take money out of their RIF, they wonder, well, what's the minimum, what's the maximum that I can take out? Um, can I take out the physical gold? Like all of these type of questions. They can come directly to us. We can go through our contact at Questrade and get those answers. A lot faster. A lot faster. Mm -hmm. So you're not mm -hmm. going through the security questions where you're talking to someone who doesn't know you. Um, they have to verify who you are. You know, we see your number come up on the screen. We know who you are. Um, so it's very easy in that sense. And it allows us to provide not only just a single point of contact, good service, but also it helps us get to get to know you better and better as we go along. People will say, why you over anybody else? And it's not just that service component of it, but it's the fact that we're so close with all of our clients and we're there to understand exactly what you're looking to do. Because not everyone is the same. People do have different reasons to be in the market and some people have more in the market uh, in terms of their their portfolio size of percentage and things like that. So everyone's got different goals along the same lines, right? And uh, so we just bring a lot more experience to it. We don't treat people as just a number. Uh, we know who they are. We know their names. We know their families and all of those things. So um, having that one-on-one -on -one contact is, is very important. So when they do set up an account, even though there's a dashboard and a place to log in through their Questrade account, if they have a registered account, a TFSA, RSP, or any type of registered account, the first point of contact is always going to be Guild Hall, and that's an important reminder for people and one that I didn't give often enough to this particular client, although we have a great working relationship. So and, it's a good reminder. Yeah, and actually, even when we're opening the accounts, right, we help the clients open the accounts and make it very, very easy for them. By the way, how long is that process? <sighs> takes takes less than 10 minutes to get started. Um, if there's a Lira, like a locked-in account, um, there's a little bit of extra paperwork that needs to be signed, addendums, mm -hmm. but we we just we basically spoon feed it to the client. Here's exactly what you need to sign. Sign it. Get it back to us. We'll take care of the rest. Is there enough so, time right now to get a registered account open before the deadline? Of course, of course. Perfect. And can we put gold, silver, both? Is there any limitations in there? No, and it's always fully allocated. Client gets their serial numbers, itemized inventory report, access to the vault to go and personally audit their holdings. This is the most transparent way to invest in physical gold that is out there as far as I've ever seen. And like this client said, 
Nobody does it like Guildhall, and I like that oh, feedback, which I nice. thought was very warm of her to say, and uh, should be a reminder for us to always remember the importance of connection with people. We like that. That's the way we approach it. Now, Darren, before we went to break last time, and we we're, we're running short on time here, you mentioned that the markets can't run on optimism alone, and I love that idea, This the, the fact that the emperor has no clothes in a way, that, that we can all be euphoric and the Fed can print money. But ultimately, the rubber hits the road somewhere. So you've got this article in front of you basically saying, well, the, the optimism fumes will probably run out eventually. Well, it's true. And it's called a state of denial. It was on Zero Hedge. It was originally uh, found on Bloomberg. But they brought it to the attention of Zero Hedge readers because it was an important one. And in fact, what they say is that central banks are residing in glass towers. There is no trust, no transparency, no accountability, only denial. And so we see a market running on nothing but optimism despite continued disappointment about the reality on the ground. This is the data being swept under the rug. How fast in this day and age of technology we forget about the market problems, the tariff problems, the situations geopolitically with Iran and other countries. Those haven't ended all of a sudden. Gosh, we don't even talk about Cyprus and Greece and all the other issues that transpired in the last recession. We just assume it's all good. It's all taken care of (laughs) because we're so focused on that moment now instead of the big picture and when it comes to wealth the insurance of your wealth is the most important aspect for me personally to understand and comprehend which is why we're so passionate about sharing it with our clients just remember they don't ring a bell at the top they don't ring a bell at the bottom this is about diversification understanding that you need to get involved as soon as possible because this isn't going to run forever you know, and if it does, I don't like the world that we're living in when that happens. I've, I've read 1984 several times, and I don't like that concept that all of a sudden, you know, even inflation, Darren, you know, um, people still don't understand inflation. Our clients do. They get it. But there's a lot of people out there who are completely blind to what inflation does and how it erodes their wealth over time. It's crazy. And gold Gold is one of those things that hedges against inflation and guarantees. We talked about it last week. People, 72% of people retired say they didn't have enough money. They thought they would, and their purchasing power didn't last. They're having to tighten up their bootstraps and not buy as much as they thought they'd have to, uh, or not as much as they thought they'd be able to. And we want people to enjoy their their retirement. We want people to get to retirement. And how do you do that? Make sure that the government doesn't take your wealth away from you through inflation and taxes. You have to fight it somehow. And gold has been exactly that asset over the years. All right, one eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call guildhallwealth.com. The website when we return. The words of positivity, thrill, excitement, optimism, euphoria soon give way to words of negativity. Let's discuss those words of negativity and more on the investor cycle and how to protect yourself using gold and silver when we return on The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Back with The Real Money Show and Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy, there is lots to talk about, but the theme today of denial seems to be a fitting one given the amount of optimism without real numbers that exist in this That's right. It's, uh, hey, listen, when the circus is in town, you, you think it's going to be there forever, right? Mm-hmm. And all the jobs that came along with the circus and, 
all of the people that came to town and then all of a sudden they, they disappear? What happens? Well, the investor cycle, as it's laid out before me here on a page, which is something I've studied for a couple of decades, uh, is really a simple thing to understand. Just remember, we go from positive to negative and back to positive, and that's the easiest lay way to understand. But they use words in the cycles like optimism, like excitement, thrill. Wow, I feel great about my investment. And then euphoria, which they call the point of maximum financial risk. Mm. Many analysts think we found that exact point where we are right now. This is our repeat of 2008. And I want to talk just for a brief moment about gold and silver because we've left silver out of the conversation today and we love silver also and what they did post 2008 because as we know, the world as a whole had a very, very quick and violent moment. Just remember that in, uh, in 2001 when they started the Iraq war and they were and the US was in Afghanistan people understood that oh well m these wars cost money and that means the government's going to print money and so that's going to be inflationary so maybe we should get into precious metals and gold goes from like 250 an ounce to about i think just under $1000 an ounce um silver goes from under $5 an ounce up to $21 an ounce and that brought us to about 2008. So when 2008 happened, people had made a lot of money in precious metals and they sold that off. Of course, as they it, should. But we also had a V-shaped recovery in the precious metals mm -hmm. because people started to realize, well, wait a minute. Now the government's going to step in there through the Fed and quantitative ease, which is going to be a bazooka of money versus what was going on with the Iraq war and, and the money that was being printed there. And in that sense, gold and silver then took off from those lows and went to brand new highs. So all the way along, you didn't even necessarily need a crisis. The precious metals were continuing to perform even in years where the stock market was going up as well. Well, in fact, if you compare that to the investor cycle, if I might indulge you for indulge, a moment. Indulge, Darren. And our listeners away. may appreciate this, may not, but you can give us that feedback. As Euphoria took uh, took way in took hold of everybody in 2008 and the peak of a market was hit and reached we started to see the words turn from positive words as we said excitement thrill euphoria into negative words anxiety started to form panic that's right and and if Worry. we say at the peak of euphoria gold was sitting at a probable moment in which it could either you know, fall with the rest of the markets and gold and silver were no exception to the rule. That was a panic situation, something we had never seen in history before and everything in the entire world over fell at once. But as you said, that V-shaped recovery during this positive period uh, for gold and silver was accompanied by this negative period for stocks and for the rest of the markets at large, where the stock market started to fall and trim back. Uh, there was anxiety. Then we saw denial. Then we saw fear. Denial of the, not of that things could go down. Denial that denial things this had happening. already gone down. Well, this is where most planners and advisors were telling their clients, it's a long-term market. You got to right. hold. This is right. not a selling moment. You never sell on the downside. Well, we didn't take profits. We should have learned from our lessons. Well, here's the moment where we can. Right. That V-shaped recovery took gold all the way to $1,900 within 36 months and took silver 
all the way to $49 from what at the time was a low of $8.50. Now, here's the key. What people don't understand, what the majority of people don't understand, Darren, is that where gold and silver are today, while stocks are peaking and we're at peak money printing and peak debts, is that when gold peaked in 2011 and silver peaked in 2011 and they they consolidated for several years, they're they're the only ass one of the only assets out there that are actually still undervalued, and people have been accumulating silver in a in a range from fourteen dollars to eighteen dollars. We're not talking that that people have been buying silver at, at thirty five dollars an ounce. Okay, gold is not even at its all time high in in U.S. dollars. Now it is at all time high in euro, in Canadian, in Australian, in British pound, and several other currencies around the globe. So it's telling you that these currencies are in trouble. It's time to get into these assets. And when they do, what happens is, is in bull markets, silver ends up taking over and gets these amazing, amazing gains. So look, I mean, we've looked at some articles where analysts are saying gold could double in the next 10 years, right? Um, we, we've looked at people who said gold could go to 7,000 in the next 10 years. Well, that would put silver into triple digits. So imagine if you had just 20,000 invested in silver and it goes to triple digits. I mean, that's a huge payday in that sense. And that is, it goes beyond just protecting. You're, you're no longer just surviving, you're thriving. Well, in 1979, the very peak of the gold and silver market coming into January of 1980 hit. In the 90-day period prior to that peak of gold and silver reaching their all-time highs, more millionaires were made than in any other time in history up to that point. Will this happen again? Well, let's discuss that when we come back. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Let's take this home, Jeremy. We were touching on, in the last segment, the opportunity that lies ahead. Will gold and silver repeat? The answer is yes. There is no doubt in my mind, and this is my humble opinion, but history tells me and supports this argument that gold and silver will again see their all-time new highs hit on the backs of what will become anxiety, denial, fear, temporary setbacks, as many planners called it, because they told their clients, you're a long-term investor, stay the course. Nest eggs can't afford to lose that kind of money anymore. Jimmy. Not at they this point. They just don't exist. No. Nope. Pensions are having a tough time keeping up. There are parts of the world which are underwater, and they are not coming back. The survival rate will be very low from this major next financial breakdown. One shiny area of importance to focus on for you as an investor is what you do with your wealth to ensure it. Gold and silver may be that one way you protect yourself. Absolutely. Darren, there is seven and a half billion people on the planet and less than two billion ounces of silver above ground. Not everybody can have an ounce of silver in their portfolio. And I'm not talking paper that adds to the synthetic supply. I'm talking about who can actually have physical silver in their portfolio. And the answer is not everybody. And we're in a very lucky situation. We have first world problems where we are we can buy more than one ounce of silver at a time, that we can buy several thousand ounces of silver at a go. And the fact is, is that 
not just protecting against wealth, but the fact that it's used in all of the renewable energies and it's used in things like solar power, battery power, water purification, military applications, medical applications. It goes on and on and on for silver. So the demand on it, not just from a technological standpoint, but from a, from an investment standpoint, you're looking at the, the peak optimism right now in the stock market. That does not go forever. There are going to be a lot of people out there who just say, I'm good with that. I don't think that it's ever going to change. And we wish them the best of luck, especially if the market does come off by 50% and they see all of their wealth on paper disappear. Do you have another 30 years to make it back? The people who lost in 2008, it took them five years to just get back to break even. And that didn't even include what they lost through inflation, which was probably another 25%, which means it took them another three, four years to get back. And then they had a couple years of good times. That doesn't really put you that far ahead. Whereas gold and silver have done that. We think that the, this is going to be an incredible time for precious metals. We're not the only one. Week over week, we bring different articles where people are talking about gold doubling. That means silver, if it went to 16 to 1, could go to $300 an ounce. Look, we're not looking for that. If, if silver goes to over $100 an ounce, our clients are going to be very, very happy. If gold doubles from here, our clients are going to be very, very happy. For those who have listened to this show for a long time, it is definitely worth looking at today because you cannot buy fire. You cannot buy fire. You cannot buy insurance after the fire. Right. one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom That's the website to go to to check this all out. Get a free investor package to learn more about owning gold and silver. Jeremy, let's issue the challenge. Here's a simple one. Whether you've tuned in for your first time this week, and we thank you for that, or whether you've been listening for a few years, if you have not bought or owned gold and silver as of yet, let us issue a small challenge. Go to the people you trust and ask them a simple question, whether that's your bankers, your financial planners, your accountants, your advisors, whatever those professionals are in your life that you trust with your financial decisions. And ask them about what their feelings are on whether or not there is going to be a serious financial problem in the near-term future. If their answer is one which evades the discussion, or if it talks about holding on for the long term, or if in any way, shape, or form does not acknowledge the real true data, then maybe you need to think twice about the timeline you have for owning gold and silver. Maybe the time is now. Maybe the time is today right this moment as you are listening to the show to pick up the phone as soon as you stop listening and call that number one eight seven seven eight silver it could be the best decision you make but you can be the judge of that give us a call go to the website guildhallwealth.com jeremy to end today's show i want to just for one brief moment if you will indulge me ask you a simple question you have money to put into the markets and you have to make a decision about gold or silver we haven't talked a lot about silver today what is your personal decision I'd probably go half-half at this point. 50-50. Okay. Um, especially just because gold's been performing very well. It's been very consistent. Mm -hmm. But silver, in that respect, has underperformed. Dragging and I think, But I think it's incredibly undervalued. In fact, actually, Darren, I just bought some silver today in my RSP. Cool. Um, I put cash in there all the time. And then every so often, whenever the feeling hits, I just pick up a little bit more. Um but I would probably go 50-50. And it's funny, for those who sometimes people say, well, what if the government wants to confiscate gold and they want to take away my gold? Great, buy silver. There's no 
no account on record that says any government has ever confiscated physical silver. So there's your answer. Buy physical silver. Okay. There you got it from Jeremy himself. I want to thank you for tuning in to this week's show. The number to call, one eight seven seven eight silver is there for you. Please use it. Please feel free to get in touch with us, whether it's just a simple request for information without obligation, whether it's an RSP, a TFSA, whether you'd like to put it into storage or take your product home, or whether you'd like to get into allocated financing, which we didn't have a chance to talk about today, but you can find more information about on our website. We are here for you. We will listen. We will hopefully answer the questions, and we will help you every step of the way to to get into gold and silver. It's physical, it's holding your hands, it's tangible, it's the only way we suggest you do it. The choice will be yours and you will have them all or any. Gold, silver, natural fancy color diamonds, it's all there for the taking. We thank you for staying tuned and we want to wish you a good week. You've been listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. Opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.